Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. If you don't already know, uh, we here at This Day in Miami History like to tackle new subjects each month. And this month will be a new subject, but it does cover some territory that we've treaded pretty recently. And that is the subject of historical preservation and Miami Beach. So forgive the indulgence, but I do want to dive into this topic, focusing specifically on a local legend, the Clevelander Hotel. The Clevelander opened in 1938 smack in the middle of Ocean Drive. It's on the corner of 10th and Ocean, directly across from what is now the headquarters of the Miami Design Preservation League, but formerly the city's first post office and a federal courthouse. But the new ownership of the Clevelander, the Jesta Group, has something else in mind for the property. A 30-story tall tower featuring housing, both affordable and non It'll be a 30-story housing development with 40% of units designated as affordable housing and a high-end restaurant on the first floor. Anthony O'Brien is a representative of Jesta Group, based in Montreal. He spoke about the development to NBC6 and, as you can imagine, was pretty enthused. Uh, It provides affordable housing in an area that is, you know, drastically underserved. Um, And, and, you know, it, it creates a new iconic architecture in a neighborhood that wants to transform, that wants to change use. So we feel that, you know, most people should be excited by the plan. Not everyone is excited by the plan. Miami Beach Mayor Dan Gelbert reacting tonight in this statement saying, quote, this is the worst idea ever. The Jesta Group should be ashamed. 30-story buildings would simply destroy what is known throughout the world as an iconic postcard of our city. So why is this happening? It's largely thanks to a piece of legislation that came out of Tallahassee known as the Live Local Act. Passed earlier this year by state legislators, the Live Local Act centers around incentivizing new construction through tax breaks for affordable housing. And in theory, allows for developers to get around height and density restrictions like those in historic areas like Miami Beach's entertainment district. I don't want to take too much time talking about the importance of South Beach, the Art Deco history of Miami Beach. I encourage you to go back to check out our episode from April about the life of Barbara Bear Capitman. Uh, We spoke to Daniel Seraldo of the Miami Design Preservation League for that episode, and he is really leading the fight uh, in attempting to prevent this kind of development uh, in South Beach. But I do want to talk a little bit about the Clevelander itself and an important moment in its history that really indicates why it's so much more than just a hotel on South Beach when there are so many. It has a unique place. And that's what we're going to explore today. This day in Miami history. The day when South Beach's Clevelander Hotel was made ready for the Army Air Force's Technical Training Command. The high times and low times All in the
Miami Beach had entered its own kind of Great Depression before the rest of the country, due in large part to the collapse of the real estate market in South Florida and the September 1926 Great Miami Hurricane. But because of that, South Florida, and specifically Miami Beach, had started to rebound a little bit sooner than a lot of other parts of the world from the Great Depression. And by the time World War II began for the United States in December of 1941, Miami Beach was pretty well developed. By entering into World War II and facing off against Japan, Germany, and Italy, the military knew it needed to prepare its soldiers for a variety of different climates. And irrespective of adapting to climatology, just having somewhere where you could train soldiers pretty much every day of the year because of the pleasant weather was really helpful. And so, between 1942 and 1945, approximately half a million soldiers at some point were stationed on Miami Beach. A significant number of these soldiers were part of the Army Air Force's Technical Training Command. The goal of this command was to take Americans who had some sort of mechanical skill and train them in how to repair and maintain airplanes. This was essential. World War I was the war that really introduced aviation to the battlefield. World War II would be the war in which owning the skies was essential to victory. The Clevelander began its role in this story on September 20th, 1942, when it prepared to receive members of the Army Air Force Technical Training Command. Major H.T. Plum had just over two weeks to prepare the hotel to begin receiving men. But again, on time, the Clevelander began its role in helping to support the war effort. On Saturday the 20th, the doors flew open. On Sunday the 21st, every member of the squad moved in. And by Monday morning, training at the AAFTTC Guard School had begun. The school was one of the first of its type in the Army, according to the Miami Herald. The Clevelander outpost focused specifically on guard work. So instead of being forward soldiers, the men who went through the training here were designed to do things like guard outposts, guard important installations, and other things that would help the war effort. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Now, it is important to note that the Clevelander was not the only hotel on Miami Beach helping in this pursuit. In fact, at its peak, the Army Air Force Technical Training Command had some 337 Miami Beach hotels under its control, a pretty significant number. Perhaps the most famous hotel of this era was just a few blocks away. It's known 
as the Cadet Hotel. And it's really known for the famous name that stayed there during his time training in Miami Beach. Clark Gable, cinema idol of millions, bronzed and tough, is now an officer in the United States Army Air Corps. This is the graduating parade of his classmates. Enlisting as a private, working up from the ranks, Gable won his commission by hard work, and with it, the admiration of the entire nation. Congratulations from the general in command. Today, as Lieutenant Gable, he plays his greatest role of all time, an officer in the Air Force of his country. Gable was invited to speak to his graduating class and took up the offer, and eventually would go on to support the United States Army in its efforts to build morale by producing a number of propaganda films shot in Florida. By the time the United States reaches the back half of the war, there's a realization that the number of pilots and guards is not going to be as high as originally anticipated, that winning the battle of machinery would almost be more important than winning the manpower battle. And so eventually these operations are scaled back in 44 and 45 in Miami Beach, and eventually this command is transferred to Boca Raton to a proper Air Force base. But I think it's really important for us to take a moment to realize the impact that Miami Beach had on the war and the impact that the war had on Miami Beach. Uh, you can go and search, and you can find this in our show notes, a, a link to a, a Life magazine spread about uh, life in training on Miami Beach during World War II, and it's inescapable to see how training on the sands of Miami Beach could and did, for some, lead to the beaches of Normandy. Miami prepared American soldiers to fight, and in some cases, it prepared them to die. But those that survived truly impacted Miami Beach and our region immeasurably. It was our second boom. Soldiers returning from the front lines, coming back to the United States, and returning to the place that they called home, the sunny shores of Miami and the sunny isle of Miami Beach. I usually take this time to thank the sources that I use uh, in order to create this episode, and I will do that in just a second. But before that, I really commend you to seek out the Miami Design Preservation League for updates on this continuing issue of redevelopment and the threat to historical preservation on Miami Beach. Again, we spoke to Daniel Seraldo in April, and he's doing a wonderful job. You can find the Miami-Dade Preservation League online, I'm sorry, the Miami Design Preservation League online at mdpl.org or at mdpl1976, that's mdpl1976, on pretty much every major social media platform. Um, I do want to give a shout out to NBC6 and Channel 7, um, WSVN, um, for their coverage about this issue that I, I borrowed a little bit from for this episode. There's also a wonderful repository of historical archival footage um, from Buyout Historical Footage uh, Film Archive on YouTube. Um, and that photo spread from Life Magazine. Again, check out the description of the show and hopefully the link will be working, uh, and you can find it there. In worst case, you'll be able to see the title of the Life article, and you'll be able to search it out there. Uh, so, as always, thank you so much for listening to this month's episode. Um, make sure to follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and X, or Twitter, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, you can always find show updates and other fun stuff there. Um, so, with that being said, as always, thank you, and until next time... I've been Matthew Bunch. The high times and low times.
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.